Now, let us stand on our feet. We shall read 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. We are continuing with a subject that I started on some time back. On hindrances. 2 Timothy 2.3 Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that worth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned, except his tribe lawfully. Bonabo niranga wamunangi ngomuruanyi omurunji owa Kristu Yesu. Siwari muruanyi bwatabara ye yingiza mitawana ejobulambuno ayokasi miwe yamuandika okuba omuruanyi. Nyeira omuntu bwawakana tawe wangure bwatawakana ngawe chiragirwa. Meaning, if you're in a race, you try to get away from all hindrances or stay from all hindrances. Then Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Verse 7. Ye, ye did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Mwali mutambula bulunji aniya baziza obutagondera amasima you may be seated mutoleko so sometime back we started on this sharing kati ebisera emabega kawo twatanika kugabana kuno that we called hindrances we twaita ebiziza we want to continue with the same twagala tweyongere na hindrances ebiziza amen I started by uh, an, introduct, an introductory quote where he said, he said, you'll be given two signs. You will be given two signs. As was the prophet Moses. So one side will be that you will detect diseases through your hand. When the people contact you. Well, you'll be able to tell them what diseases they have through a supernatural discernment. And then said, if you will be sincere, then it will come to pass that you will tell the people the secrets of their heart and the thing that they have done in life that have hindered their healing and so forth. Healing can be hindered. Not because the preacher is not anointed. Not because he is not a real man of God. But because the sick person, the victim, did some things that caused the sicknesses in their life. And however much you pray, the devil cannot leave. He has a right to stay until confessions are done. We are not talking about divine healing. We are teaching generally on hindrances. 
Now here I said that he said you shall be given two signs. Let me give some brief history on that. Brother Branham was born for a purpose. And a special purpose in that in this generation. His ministry is the ministry of Elijah. Promised in this end time that he would turn the heart of the children to the fathers. How many listened to the program already? Oh, yes, we talked about that. We cannot keep it here. We cannot hide it. Amen. Whether people want to hear it or not, when God saw this generation that it will be in confusion of faith and beliefs, denominations, each one saying we are the ones right. Let us say we are the ones right. Unless you belong to our religion. Unless you belong to our religion, you are lost. Another one saying, unless you belong to our religion. And in that confusion, each one interpreting the Bible and distorting things God promised I will send you Elijah the and Elijah will turn the heart of the children first heart of the fathers to the children then heart of the children to fathers Amen uh, we said the ministry of Elijah is broken in two there is that part Turn the heart of the fathers to the children. That is the Old Testament believers. Turning their heart. Pointing them. To the new way of worship. To the church. That was coming. To prepare them for that. And now. The children at that time were the New Testament church. While the fathers were the Jews. Those who in the religion of Judaism, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, they were to be prepared. And then the heart of the children to the fathers after 2,000 years we are the children. And the fathers are the believers of the first church. The first church did not begin in Rome. So it's not the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church came long, long after. The first church began in Jerusalem. And through God working through them came forth a book of Acts. And the book of Acts is Produces the episodes that we find Romans, Corinthians, because those are 
teachings of the ministers of that church. Amen. That is the first church. After 2000 years, the Gentiles have distorted things and disorganized the original plan of God, the original teaching, the original shape of that church. So God promises to send Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord come and he turned the heart of the children now the children are asked back to their fathers. The fathers are the Pauls, the Peters, the believers of the first to believe the same way they believed. But to have the same doctrine they had. The same power. The same Holy Ghost. Same everything. That is a ministry that was promised to forerun the great and dreadful day of the Lord. That means you are only safe today by hearing and heeding and obeying the voice of God through the ministry of Elijah the prophet. Without that, you will be caught by God's judgment. Listen. Listen. In Malachi 4.5 Malachi He said Lest I come and smite the earth with the earth I will send you Elijah In other words Escaping that curse Is only if you have received Elijah That is the only way that is God's provided way of escape. If you don't receive the means of Elijah, you are a candidate for judgment. But the only way to escape judgment, the only remedy, the only remedy is God is sending the minister of Elijah. And you receive his. And it turns your heart. Back. To the original. Then you are free. And you are safe. From God's judgment. Hallelujah. Now time came. That. Such a vessel that was going to be used by the Spirit had to be born. Now, Elijah promised, is not a man. Let me surprise you. Elijah promised, is not a human being. Is the spirit of God 
the anointing of God that was upon Elijah that is the promise Elijah <laughs> if I said Brother Branham was not Elijah. Brother Branham Some message believers will stone me. But you first listen before you stone me. Brother William Branham. Brother William Branham was a son of Charles. And Ella Branham. He was uh, an Irish man. Elijah. Elia was a, a Tishbite. And he was a Jew. This is a Gentile. How has a Jew become a Gentile? John the Baptist was not Elijah. He was John the Baptist. He was John. But he was Elijah. By being a container. By being a vessel. Where the spirit of Elijah rested. And used. Brother Branham. Was Elijah. By. Being a vessel. And a container. Where the spirit of God rested. The spirit of God that was upon Elijah. Rested upon him. And used him. Even. God had to train. John the Baptist. To make him have the characteristics. Of Elijah. So that that spirit. Will Work properly. That's why he left home at the age of nine and stayed in the wilderness because Elijah never lived among people. Elijah lived in the wilderness. So John had to enter the wilderness to live there to develop the characteristics of Elijah so that his character and the character of that anointing Blend. Brother Branham. Brother Branham. Is even his education failed? No. So he started being a man of the wilderness. And a love of the wilderness. So that his conduct, his character, will be like the character of Elijah. So that the anointing and him will they have the same character to blend. Hallelujah. No. Before he was even converted, people, sorcerers, fortune tellers would meet him and say, young man, can I talk to you? Do you know that you are not like other people? You are not like ordinary people. So how? But yeah. You, you are born for a special Purpose on earth. You are a gift of God. 
from God. Just like Moses, Musa, just like Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ you're born. Wazari the day you were born, Orunakuru such and such stars crossed. And it's uh, they cross where the Messiah is born. They have crossed only three times. They crossed when Moses was born. They crossed when Jesus was born. And they crossed when you are born. And, and, and the associate would tell him, I'm a type of those who Wise men who came looking for the birth of the Messiah. We have seen his star and we have come to worship him. I'm that kind of a person to, to assure you that I am. I can tell you the day you are born. Uh, he's not interested because they are bothered him and bothered him. You say, can I tell you when you're born? You're born on 26th. Is that the date? 6th April 1909. I said, then if you if you if you are not just guessing Tell this man also when he was born. No, no, say, no I can't tell every, any, anybody. You, why I can know? Because you are born for a special purpose. You are not like others. That's what I'm telling you. The astronomy declared your birth. This one it didn't declare. This one that you're telling me to tell did not declare. But for you, it declared a special gift is born on earth. So that's why I can tell you. And they bother him and bother him. And so many, so many. And right, even him in his life, from the age of three, God started speaking to him. He would be under tree, and the voice speaks. You will relocate, and you will live in such and such a place near the city of New Albany. He doesn't know what that place is. He has never had such a word. And it happens exactly. He's under tree. A voice speaks. Never eat, never drink. Never smoke. Never defile your body in any way. When you're older, there is a special work that you will do. And that voice is speaking at the age of seven. It is similar with the voice that spoke to on, uh, at when we were three. The voice continues speaking to him, leading his life. Finally, he is even a mature man. 
Nakura. He has started a ministry. Because that voice keeps guiding him. He sees visions. He goes places where the vision has guided him. There is somebody such and such a place, such and such a house. He's dying with cancer. You shall lay hands on him. You shall pray. And then he will be healed. And then he goes to the same place find the same same case the way he saw it in the vision and now a ministry begins and one time he is uh, at, in the, his compound and that whirlwind come in the tree and then anointing strikes him down and that same feeling he has always felt and said now from my childhood this thing is following me. Whatever it tells me comes to pass. The sorcerers, the fortune tellers, they tell me it is God. The religious people, they are telling me it's Satan. I have to see God to tell me what it is. I will not return till I meet God. He gets the little man that he had in the pocket. He's to the wife. Say, I go to see God. If he does not meet me, I will not come back. When the money finishes, God will lead you. But I'm not coming back until God speaks to me. To explain to me what this is that has followed me from childhood. And what is the purpose of my life? When you meet business with God like that, God will meet you. And then he goes in the cave. He stays there the whole night. Praying. Towards morning, he hears a person coming walking towards him. He was a heavy set being, giant. He turns to see the direction where he's coming. He sees the pill of fire on the head of a man. And he tells him, fear not. At that moment, he's scared to death. When he said, fear not, he said, I realize it is the same, same voice that spoke to me since I was three years. But now, it was the first time to see the being, to, be the, to see the person. And the pillow of fire was above him. Now the pillow of fire is not Brother Branham. And it is not that angel. That angel himself would come with a pillow of fire on him. He introduced himself to him. He said, I'm sent from the presence of God. He told him, I'm Gabriel. Brother Branham said, Gabriel announced the first coming of Jesus Christ. He will announce the second coming of Jesus Christ. 
Who is Gabriel? Gabriel is that angel who met Mary and told her your blessed among all women and the fruit of your you shall have a child is the one who spoke the word to the virgin that she will have a child. And now the same angel is the one who commissioned for the brother. Hallelujah! That makes me know that Brother Branham, the brother Branham was a vessel of that Gabriel. That angel who walked with him Gabriel. And that angel had the pill of fire. And the pill of fire is Jesus Christ. So here we are seeing three angels. I'm sorry I'm not introducing a new doctrine. But we are seeing a heavenly angel. Gabriel. And we are seeing a have another angel, Brother Branham, the man. And we are seeing the angel of the covenant, the Lord Jesus Christ. Brother Branham said, the pill of fire is the anointing. It is the logos that came out of God. Everything was made by the logos, was made by the pill of fire. When he said, let there be, the logos of God went to make it firm. And that is the pillar of fire. Oh, hallelujah. He said, you are taking the guilt of divine healing to the world. And as prophet Moses was sent with the two signs, being sent with the two signs, first of all, you'll be able to hold someone's hand. You hold him to their right hand. And the demon that is causing that sickness will hit into your hand like an electric shock. You'll feel it. Shock your hand. And your hand will develop. Is it called mums or what? Goose what? Goose bumps? And then it will turn red. Then it will vibrate. And the way the rate the way it's vibrating, you will know what sickness is. Maybe it may do this. Inverse cancer. Oh, it may do. You know that it's malaria. Maybe it will jack like this. And you know that it's stupid. He said, that is the first sign. But if you remain sincere, it will come to pass that you know the very thoughts of people's hearts. Now, this sign is the 
Later on, he was to explain it as the first pool. And then all people's hearts was the second pool. And then bringing the message is the third pool. Or speaking into existence. Which is the message has two sides. It has the coming of the word. And then the manifestation of that word. Word made flesh. Speak and it will be. Even to us. Because he said the third pool will cut the bride. The first pool and the second pool. It caught a small fish. Pentecostals and all denominations They were hooked into it And they became converts to it They became converts of healing And little, little, little discernment Not major like his Little, little, little discernment but the third pool was to cut the bride only the bride. And that was the coming of the word. The revealing of the mysteries. The revealing of the seals. That was going to cut the bride. And now the same seals. The same mysteries. They become made flesh in the bride. And then that part of the word made flesh will take place where we speak and create. Hallelujah. This first sign it shook the world. And when the second pool came it shook the world more. Hallelujah! The third pool is yet to shake the world. To shake in the final time. Because the third pool let me ask you did the third pool shake the world? Did it shake the world? It caught the bride. But it didn't shake the world. The first pool shook. The second pool shook. The third pool caught. It will shake the world in the bride. It was demonstrated in the life of Brother Branham. And who witnessed it? Is it the world? Did the world witness the speaking of the storm? Did the world witness the creating of the squirrels? Did the world witness the speaking of the salvation of Sister Hattie? So it didn't shake the world. But it gave a secret to the bride. And she was promised it will shake. He said it is identified. 
Yagama anti kwategeriki. Kwategeriki. Kwategeriwa. But it will not come to its fullness. Until the world council of churches. We put a boycott on the ground. Then they say what you have seen temporarily. What you the bread has have seen. Temporarily. You have seen is the time. Osborne, Osborne was the first pull, second pull. And he shook the world. All those men, all Roberts, they were agents. First pull. And, and impersonators, by, by the way. But they shook the world. The impersonators shook the world. Me at the age of about, it was about the age of uh, uh, about 14, 15. I was in Western Uganda. And I heard there is a man who visited Kampala. The man is like a He's not like a human being. He makes creepers walk. Blind sheep. And that was Osborne. They shook the world. But I am called to be a vessel, to be a agent of the third. Hallelujah. So, he started with the first pool. He would get people in the Like shock. Then he will know. You are suffering from this. It was so accurate. It so powerful. It never failed even once. It was so powerful than even the doctor's Diagnosis tools and instruments. They, One time, the wife of Brother Branham developed a, a, a cyst on the left ovary. How did it develop? Ah, it's good to tell this message story that you be acquainted with them and when you're talking about the message you know where it has come from one time Meda was outside washing brother Branham was in the room and then Joseph came around Joseph and he did some stubborn thing. And then the mother wanted to get him. He read to daddy. He knew the weakness of his father. That daddy, if you plead for forgiveness, he will forgive you. So the boy took off. <laughs> the doors. 
where dad was daddy have done wrong forgive me forgive me daddy forgive me and the mother was following mama when a said you got him beat him mukwato mukbe yes then this little little the brother was stuck brother the boy is repenting omulenzi asaba kusonyibwa mother is furious mama mukambwe as a parent and as a godly man i have to forgive to repent and person the mother wants justice to be executed maybe that's what happens to us the law take take the law says punish him Yes, Christo. Jesus Christ. He was is the merciful father. He has to forgive. And he said, it's not wrong. It's not right. To punish someone who has repented. When someone repents, it's good to forgive him. So he did not execute what the mother wanted. So the mother got angry. And moved out with a lot of anger. And she banged the door. She thought this is a man I know. We sleep together. I know him. He's a, he's a, he's a bad day. Many times. Our women don't understand. They don't understand. They think. This is Gideon. I know him. So his friend. We played together. I, I know him inside and out. So what? So he treats, she treats you as another person. They don't know. Sometimes they can find the angel of the Lord on your life. And as they treat you Casually. They face the wrath of the angel. Do you believe that as a servant of the Lord, Brother Branham had that angel? Do you believe I have an angel that uses me as a vessel? Oh, yes. Yeah. And every one of you has angels. Maybe those angels differ in glory and toughness. But definitely an angel of a minister. I believe he's a more powerful angel. And an angel is a no-nonsense person. The presence of the Holy Spirit is sweet. And so Joy causes joy and peace. And but the presence of the angel is carried. Angels are no nonsense people. So the angel told Brother Branham Open the Bible. Numbers. Is it 23? Some Go read it to her. And tell her that says the Lord. Do it. 
He said, Sir, please have mercy upon her. She is my darling. She has been obedient to me. She loves me. She didn't mean that. The angel told her, Shut up. Go read to her the scripture. He said, That says, he took the Bible. He went to her. She opened the Bible. And then Miriam. And then Miriam. And scorned Moses. Scorned. Because of the Ethiopian woman. And then God. Spoke. How come? You could not respect my servant Moses. When I send a prophet, I speak to him through dreams and through vision. But my servant is not like that. I speak him lip to ear. And how come you? You have not respected him. And then she developed leprosy. That is the scripture. Go read it to her and tell her thus shut up the Bible. He had to obey. He went and read it. Thus says the Lord. Back in the house. For some long time. Nothing seemed wrong. God's judgment takes slow. But sure. It, it was kind of forgotten. But Brother Bram continued pleading. Please Lord. She's a good woman. She loves me. She stands, she stands between me and the, and the people. She irons my clothes. She washes for me. She takes care of the children. Lord, she, he continued pleading. But one time, a visitor came in the house. Brother Bram started giving the story of how the, the angel met him and how the gift in his right hand operated. He said, this is what happened. I touch into the hand of a patient and then I feel this and, the and then I'm able to tell them what they are suffering from. And when he was narrating like that, he turned exactly like that and held it into his wife's hand. Like, I do this. And when he did that, he felt that shock. And then she noticed signs. Say, by the way, you have a cyst in your left ovary. He detected it. Said, this is a problem. He took her to the hospital. The doctors checked her. And it was not traceable. They said she's normal. He knew she's not. It was so small to be diagnosed by the doctors. But this gift is so sensitive more than any doctor's gadget. After some time, she started feeling pain. For some time, 
developed, developed. It reached a time. It was so big, like the size of a big mango, a big orange, and you could even sit in the skirt. And the only solution was she should be operated. She was taken to the hospital. Brother Branham was, I think, in Chicago. Preaching. And that day, Meda was supposed to be operated. But Brother Branham continued in the And as she was laid on the, in the, in the theater, the doctor's table, and every image was there that shows the place where it is. And, and, uh, and the size and everything. And the doctor was really knowing where to cut. And as he, and at that time, when the doctor was ready now to cut, the spirit of God came upon Brother Branham. And speak the word. It will disappear. He spoke the word for so many miles away and it disappeared. And the doctor started touching ready to cut. And as he cut, as he fell, it was not there. He got confused. He looked at his paper. The x-ray was showing it's there. And the big and the location and everything. He touches again. It's not there. Disobedience. It wasn't even disrespect. It brought sickness. It's such a brother Branham intercession. Brother Branham's master and intercession took that sister away. If it wasn't that, she would die. I'm trying to show you how that gift was powerful. And he told her. And he told him, remember the angel told me, Time will come. You even know the secrets of the heart. Now he would get hold of them. He would know the secrets. Now he now know the secrets of the hearts. But remember, whenever he would preach, he would tell it to them. The angel told me, This, this, this. Chino na chino na it will come to pass. I know even the secret. So one time he was preaching somewhere. He called for a prayer. He Naita, called a prayer line. And as a prayer line for prayer line, he came before the first session. Before he held her hand, he saw a vision. And here she was. And behind her, it was like a screen. And the screen, he was seeing a, a girl, young girl, of about 13. And he was playing uh, on, on a bench in a classroom. And she pricked her eye with a pencil. As she played with a, with a pencil. And, the pen, and that eye went off. Die, failed. 
He said, ah, friends. I don't know what is happening. Seeing this lady here. But behind. On a kind of a, like a screen. And seeing a girl. About 13 years old. In some classroom. And she's playing with a pencil. She pricks the eye. And from that time. The eye cannot see. And the woman shouted and said, That is me! That's what happened to me! At the age of 13! He prayed for her. She's healed. And then the next the next person, before he prays for he sees also something like that on the background. He says, I see a young man about such an age. He's riding on the bicycle. He falls and breaks the back. And the guy is in the wheelchair. That's what happened to me. That's what caused this ailment. And one brother steps close and says, That is the second pool. That is the second, no, not the second pool, because they had not known they were so, second so, so, he said, That is the second sign. Because this brother is the agents, brother, brother. We are so close to him, they used to follow his ministry very closely and what he tells them. Now he could not that is the second sign. And now, it started operating. So that's what it's hard for me to preach for a short time. <laughs> Even when I promise, my ministry is designed that way. And for some, and for some paradox, my audience enjoys me for a long time. <laughs> I am aware of that. That my ministry never bores them to start losing. He has preached long. If you are like that, you are just something else. Because now I'm just explaining the quote. Because I want you to understand the background of this. He said, you'll be given two signs as was Prophet Moses. One sign, you will detect the diseases through your hand. When the people contact you, you'll be able to tell them what disease they have through a supernatural discernment. And then he said, you will be if you'll be sincere, then it will come to pass that you tell the people the secrets of their hearts and the things that they have done in life that might have hindered their healing. The other part is hindered healing. For us, we pray. We don't have such a gift. Those who have faith, they get healed. Amen? But there is also what is called healing hindered. Even if it is Brother Branham, even if it is whichever preacher, there is a sickness that cannot go. 
until some obstacles have been removed. There are sicknesses that come as a result of sin. There is a woman. Today we have a lot of <laughs> people we have not seen for long. I see one of the, one by one as I pray, brother, to hide. God bless you. Welcome, remember to see. Then there is brother, sister, eh? and Annie. Mabel from Nairobi. Ah, see Mabel. Brenda from Nairobi. God bless you. Now, there is a, a woman who had uh, who had Missed her marriage vows. Let me put it like that. Lived untrue to her marriage vows. And she was caught by a kind of a nervous condition. And it could not go. Or Roberts prayed for her. Brother Branham prayed for her. No healing. Until she was told she came and told Mabel when you realize the angel of the Lord is around call me so one day she was called Brother Branham took into vision said you did this with a certain man in such a place described everything. Your husband had gone to war. Said yes. But I've repented to God so many times and I believe he has forgiven me. Brother Bram said no, you are not forgiven. You did not sin against your Against God, you sinned against your marriage vows. You sinned against your husband. Now let me tell you, brother. This vow that we come here and say, Sister Gundi, I will love you. I will cherish you. I'll forsake all. Sometimes we take heavy things lightly. I'll forsake all other women. Do you mean it? Do you know there are other beautiful women that are yet to show up? They say beautiful ones are not yet born. But you are saying you will forsake all. This woman is going to get old. She's going to get out of shape. And new brand new ones are coming up. So charming. And they're interested in you anyway. Will you still forsake them? You're telling this one. I will forsake. And cleave to thee only until death. You young men. Youth meeting. Today we have a youth meeting. Don't you be in a hurry. The world is not ending tomorrow. 
Before you get someone that you feel that this one, I feel like promising her like peace. Don't, how do you commit yourself to someone that let all other men come and I'll forsake them I'll ignore, I'll ignore them and I'll cling on to this one don't you be in a hurry let it be that you won't regret it's him or her until death. Hallelujah. And if tomorrow would come and you forget that word, you neglect it and you don't take it as important anymore, and you admiring, kissing, others who are not this one. What, what, what of when you will get sick? Or oh, when you, she will fall sick? Still that one. Hey. Mm. Do you see that it's a heavy thing? So it should not be taken lightly. Tomorrow she might start mistreating you. And you feel fed up with the high you because of her manners. Tomorrow he might fall sick. She, uh, she can, eh? she can become, he can become impotent. Still, it's him. His eye can be plucked out. It's still him. He might lose his teeth. No longer sweet, oh darling. And your darling, your, your sweet honey, your uh, is toothless. Yo <laughs> yo. He's still the one. And you see others who have good teeth. Good lips. He was his toothless. Still, he's the one. Until death. Amen. And the woman said, I repented to God. You didn't sin against God. You sinned against your husband that you promised. So, so when you are making vows, you don't take it as lightly. And when you're seeking or you're looking for someone that you're going to take vows here with him or her, be determined. Young men consult me. Somehow I have favor with them. From Dar es Salaam, from Nairobi. From Nairobi. The other time there is one who asked me, What do you say about so and so? And so and so. And I told her, That one, Ask me, Do you know that person? I said, Yes. What do you say about that person? And I told her, I know that he saved. That person is educated in such and such a field. That person loves God so much. Is a, that person is a Musoga. Said, but you've spoken just a little. And I said, I know many things about so that person. So I cannot say everything. I can write a whole book. 
Should I say that person choose with her mouth open or what? You'll get married to a man who eats with her mouth open wide. And and you even have to tell him, brother, they don't eat that way. <laughs> they, they eat with mouths closed. So, so like I cannot tell you everything. And that person said, now. A person that has proposed to you, for you to accept that person, what should I take into consideration? And I said, Brother Branham said, you ought to love that person besides that person being God-fearing, the saved person, God-fearing people are many. But they are not all to be your wife. Because the children of God are many. Those who are spirit-filled are many. They are not all to be your husband. They are not all to be your wives. That's general. Every child of God. All to be God. Loves God. And is zealous. Yes. Those are general qualifications for Christians. But among them, there is someone that you love. Brother Branham said, You love him so much that every time you think about him, you feel the future is black without him. If you don't marry her or him, you will die. And he said, can't that develop by and by? And I said, no. He doesn't develop. Who told you to just develop? It is there or not. I've started now teaching about marriage. Let's go to this sister. When you broke your covenant, marriage covenant, you have to repent to your husband. He will kill me. And she said, But you have to do it. But you must. If you don't, no matter who will pray for you, no matter how many. Liters of oil that will pour on you. This spirit will not go. It has a right to stay. He said, but for you, it's like a chance upon opportunity. He also has something like this to confess. Call him. I'll mediate. The man came. He was also told what he did. 
The woman confessed. And the man confessed. And Brother Branham prayed. And that condition was healed. But brethren. That is just laying a foundation for my subject. But the subject is hindrances. See now. The gift is there. The anointing is there. The angel is there. God is there. But healing cannot take place. Because sin is hindering. And yet there are many hindrances. Actually, I'm not talking about healing. That has come as an example. We're talking about hindrances. Oh, blessed be the name of God. Hallelujah. Now, uh, there's a quote I'm looking for here. I'll see it immediately. But Brother Brown was talking about a plant. He was talking about a plant. And he said, if there is anything that falls on a plant, and it blocks it, it will never grow properly. Because, here it is. Did you ever see a good grain of wheat planted in, a in the ground? And let a stick fall over it? It will grow crooked. And a vine, anything that grows up will because it has hindered it. Well, that was the matter with our Pentecostal faith today. We've let too many things hinder it. The faith that we've been taught, the Holy Spirit that's been living in us, we've let too many things looking at somebody else. Many things hinder. Oh my God. Now, there is a scripture I want to read. It is in Philemon, Philemon 1 6. It says, I'm not going to preach long. I'm not going to hold you very long. I mean, long. Say, that the communication, that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing. Which is in you in Christ Jesus. Acknowledging every good thing. Every good thing. Now that is deep. Every good thing. I told you one time here. Uh, in farming, 
they can tell you this kind of maize. It has been prepared scientifically like those super seeds. And one grain can produce two kilograms of maize. Now that is the potentials that are in it are two kilograms. But you can plant it and you never even get a grain. It will not come out. The good things that are in will die in it. Because so many factors. Recently, I called a certain veterinary man, uh, officer. Okay, there is a veterinary man who does uh, artificial insemination for, for, my cow, for, for my farm. And then I called him and said, I want the best sermons in the country. He told me a certain company that sells the highest, the best. He gave me their contact. I called them. He told, I asked them, what best do you, do you have? He said, we have sunset scores, this, 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 this. That one, its ability is it can produce 70 liters of milk a day. I told him, no, you're lying. We have no cow here in this country. They can produce 70 liters. How will it begin now? It is Jessa that I hear at one point, Lumu, he had cows that can produce 50 liters, 55 a day. I've read on the internet, a certain cow that can produce 100 liters a day. Five jerrycans of milk. So when I told him that is not possible, he told me, yeah, there are factors that determine that can fail its full potential to manifest. The way it is treated, treated from diseases and the food it eats, how rich it is in nutrients, and the condition it lives in, where it sleeps, where so don't expect. I call expect sleeps in mud. And by morning, it's full of stress to produce the same way with the one who sleeps on Mufaliso. Do you know the amifalisos for cows? Which maintain the zine amifaliso. Many people don't know. Abantu banji te bachimani. But you kubira unjakwe simiyom veteran ovo yagala mukubira entebe. A phone number of one veteran yagala is in entebe. Yagala mufaliso kwe entebe. I have a cow mattress. Do you have it? 
For me, I've ever seen it. They sleep on a mattress. Those herdsmen of long time ago. They used not to milk cows before they would clean them. They would come out of the crowd. Going to feed. They would first clean it. They would first clean it. When they would come back, they would clean them. And they would sing for them songs. They sing for the cows and they blow some for the cows. And you really See the cows in the <laughs> enjoying those songs. Zigoba stress. Songs take away stress. Even on people. Even on cows. All those things, if they are done on the cow, they cause it to produce a lot of stress. A cow that is stressed cannot produce milk. And it, it depends on many factors. So this one I'm speaking with. Because of this quote that I said, the Bible of the Bible, that all good things that are in you, the scientists say, they show the potential of a human mind or human brain, and it's amazing. And they say, science. They, bring men, they mention men like Newton, Achimdiz. And they say those are the ones who try to use their brains. I don't know whether they say 20%. In other words, a human being was created with a very great potential. Like but those potentials just die in us like that. One writer said, the tragedy is not that man dies, but what dies in man while he's still, while he's still living. Those things that die in you while you're still living, that's the tragedy. If you know those things, you can marvel. I believe I can fly. There's one who sang a song. Now you think he was just uh, in you. There is a potential that can say, let me fly and go. And you fly. That potential is in there. Daudi Agamba, I'm wonderfully and Daudi Agamba, natondeba bulungi nyo. There is potential in you. Brother Branham, again, Dr. Savita's sister. Brother Branham went to pray for a sister. Who was sick, she was a Baptist sister. Nabungamba. And he told her, he spoke a little bit with her, trying to measure his, her faith. And he told her, please, you can get healed. But the problem is, I see you don't have enough faith. And she said, I have faith. And he told her, if you have faith that can heal this tuberculosis that is killing you, that faith directed to that a wire that is holding the no jira gira. You can direct it. Ne you can command it to move. Clockwise. Clockwise. And clockwise. And, and clockwise. No jira gira ne. 
and ne, you command it to go back and back forth, and, back and forth. No, and then you stop it. Unless he said, no one can do that. Anyone can do it. And Abraham said, if you had faith. Can you do it yourself? And the sister said, Yes, now watch it. I'm going to, I'm going to do exactly what I told you. He focused here. Put his focus on it and it started. Like that one. It was hanging in the ceiling. Then it dangled. And then stopped it. And the sister said, That is spiritualism. That is spiritualism. Brother Branham Gam, Yes, I know. They bend spoons. They look at a spoon. They gather people. And they say, this spoon, I'm going to look at it like this. And it will bend. And he looks at it. And it bends while you're seeing. And he said, I'm going to unbend it again. And he does it. And he says, I'm going to look at that glass. And it will break. He looks at it. And it breaks. Brother Brunagama, I know they do it, but still they do it by faith. Now, do you know that in you there is that potential? Do you know that in you there is a potential that you can look at this log and you lit it with fire? Kato. <laughs> <laughs> you you say that it's impossible. It's in you. We are created to be a God. You are God. If I would ask you, can an angel do it? Yes, you know that you have authority more than what the angel has. You are a child of God. That makes you God. Listen. What we need today is not pray for more power. God give me power. God please more power. Power, power, You got enough power to make a new earth. Ah. You see that the because you ask yourself, is that true? It is. How many say amen to it? What you need is faith to use that what you need is to control that life and live such a godly life that when you ask God anything you know 
We have confidence in God. If we keep his commandments, we will he will withhold no good thing from us. If we walk with him, God walking with us. Do you see? At first he says, a life. Live a, a, such a godly, a godly, a godly, a godly life. A lot of potentials are being crippled and hindered and stunted by the life you live. The life. Now I have no language that I can use to preach. Let the Lord preach to you. The life. brother Branham. God used him mightly. The life. But look at the life. The life that you live. Never drink. Never smoke. Never defile yourself. The life. But for you, I didn't commit adultery. I just kissed her. You committed adultery. You committed adultery. The Bible says just by looking at a woman and you admire or wish to have her, you've committed adultery with her. The life. The life is like toxins the way they come and cripple and damage our blood, our cells, the cells of our body. So the life comes in the wrong life, sinful life comes in you and cripples and stunts and chokes the potentials in you, in you. Hallelujah. Those lies that you speak, like white lies, you, you are not exactly. You made an appointment with someone. And you tell them, and he calls you, and you even fear to get hold of him. I'm coming. To pick the phone and say, but you know very well, you are about to come, but you're still in your house. But you're saying, I am coming. It looks like you have not lied, but you have lied. In the course of the week, I called Brother Nathan. He did not answer. So in the evening, he called me. He told me, Oh, I'm sorry. I have seen you. I missed call. I was so busy. I, I did not see that time. I did not. I not know. That's why I did not see it. But I, I'm sorry I've seen you miss call. And Last night, he sent me a message repenting. 
Brother Gideon, forgive me, I felt condemned. Because truly, I didn't see it when it called. But seeing it as a missed call, I had seen it much later. But when I was replying, I said, I've seen as if I've just seen it. So I am sorry. I feel this is a very honorable man. How many take that as a small thing? But remember you, in the mind of somebody, you have created that you have just seen it. But you saw it so many hours And you ignored because no, you may be busy. busy. Or you are not ready to talk to him at that time. But when you say, I have seen your miscall. But you saw a long time. Five hours ago. That's a lie. You are a liar. I'm sorry, brother. I'm caught in a jam. You made an appointment with somebody that you reach there at 11. 11 reaches when you're still in the house. And then you move out of the house. Panicking, I'm late. I'm supposed to be there now. Then you get caught by jam. And you reach late. Now the excuse becomes the jam. Is that true? Are you right it was jam? Yes! That was jam! You made jam! But is it true? Is it what has made you late? Didn't you know that there is jam in Kampala? Why did you leave at the time when you were supposed to be the first? So you are using jam for a scapegoat. If you are a child of Abraham, you do the works of the Abraham. If you are a child of Abraham, God is not a liar. And God looks at you. You are a hypocrite. You are a liar. Brother Brown Magamba said, I'd rather say that he said a liar. Brother Brown showed that there is no greater sin than lying. And he said, because it's lying that caused the fall of a human race. The Bible says the Satan is a liar. And is a father of lies. He conceives and produces lies. Satan. No wonder when a revival is taking place anywhere. It has to be led by repentance. You don't just jump into it. Some of you, you say, ah, but I'm okay, I'm doing well. You may see that you're doing well, but you're not meant to live at that level. There is a higher level. Brother, sister, why are you missing a fellowship? Why do you miss fellowship, brother, sister? Yeah, but I'm okay. Actually, I'm doing better than many, many others. Who told you to measure yourself with any others? So you stand on these others. If you feel that 
you are doing better than Saul. Then you are satisfied. Sorry, Bambi. I'm here to tell you by the scriptures that God is penetration for you. God is purpose for you is to bring out all things that are in you. There are a lot of attributes. There are a lot of potentials that are there. But you are satisfied. You seem to be satisfied. There is something hindering those potentials. The life. Hallelujah. We are talking about hindrances. Imagine. Israel was under fellow. They were hindered as slaves. In them, that was a Moses. Them, that was a David. In them, there is a Samson. In them, there is an Isaiah. In them, there is Jesus. And all that is hindered by fellow. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. They crossed Jordan, Red Sea, all the Red Sea, type of the blood, sanctifying power of God, killing all sin nature. Sin behind you. The taskmasters Red Sea. The, the cigarettes, cigarra, the whisk, omwenge, the roadhouses, and the picture shows. Everything that bothered you back there and hindered your Christian experience died in the blood of Jesus Christ. Brother Branham is comparing, typing Brother Branham agira, agira, with nya. your spiritual hindrances with the Egyptian taskmasters. In you, there are potentials to be a, a, an apostle. A miracle worker. A vision seer. A prophetess. A prophet. A pastor. A healer. All those and much more. But they are taskmasters. Making you their slave. Lying. Pornography. Dancing, Mala music, Zina music, Facebook, Facebook, WhatsApp, WhatsApp. I'm not saying that you cannot have those things like WhatsApp. But there you must know that there are hindrances. They have hindered you from reading the Bible. They are hindering you from praying. You are ever on the phone. Your God has become that gadget. 
life Sijui what All those habits That you know You are bound to Those are Egyptian taskmasters What is in you Brother, sister Brother, sister Is great if God can open and show you what you are supposed to produce. But it's also being suppressed. Moses without You not see a prophet in him. And he's just a slave of those men. Those men there was someone in them. There was Joshua in them. A man who tells a son to stand and stands. And he goes round Jericho and it falls. And he falls battles and you know what? Men like David were in them. Not a godias. A man who killed, a who killed a lion. Did they do such when they were under those men? But all those things were in them. But they were bound. They are hindered. They were hindered. Let's stand on our feet. To come in now. Brother, what Uganda? Don't you allow attributes, the attributes, the potentials that God put in you when you receive this message of the hour. The message is a seed and is a seed of God. And the seed of God will produce God. Don't allow no creeper no sin toxins to kill those potentials. Please, Bambi, you're killing something very precious. Very powerful. Late before God. Hallelujah. Oh, Oh,
Some fell on the rock. Don't allow those seeds to fall in the rocky ground. Some fell among thorns. And the thorns shocked to them. Some fell on the wayside. Don't allow your life to be like that. There is a lot of ability in you. There's a lot of potentials in you. A lot of attributes in you. That must come out. Let it not die. Let it all be come out. Let it all be brought out. Every good thing. Let it be realized. Let it be brought to work. Let it blossom. Keep your seed away from the destroyer. 
Come out of bad company. Come out of bad conversation. Don't you give, don't give your eyes to, to watch evil things. Don't give your mind to evil things. Don't give your lips to speak wrong things. Walk with God. Let him energize. Let him quicken. Every potential. Sorry. 
Heavenly Father, we come in your presence again. We thank you, Lord, for redeeming us. Thank you, Lord God. We are your redeemed people. And help everyone that is here this morning to be free and completely free. Let no obstacle, let no hindrance fail us. Let us run. Let us lay aside every way. Let us lay aside every unbelief. That we may run to the prize of high calling. To the mark of high calling of Christ Jesus. Oh, granted Lord. Let the power of the Holy Spirit. That power that rested upon Aaron's throne and it quickened every attribute that we are in it and it manifested what it was Lord let the same power rest upon each and every one of us Lord. that it will quicken sons and daughters of God that it will quicken every power of the spoken one Every power of the third pool. Let it be quick now. Sons and daughters of the last days. Nature is groaning. Waiting to see those sons and daughters of God. Let the power of God root that out of out of us, Lord. Let it brood it out. That it will be manifest. Let it, the power of God break every hindrance. Let it burn every filter. Every power of Satan. Every power of sin. That is hindering that blossoming let it be broken let it be burnt those hindrances let them be burned that the attributes the potentials that lay in us will come forth grounded Lord Jesus thank you Father thank you Lord we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. You're worthy, Lord. You deserve the glory. You deserve the honor. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Come on. We have a youth meeting. Between a youth meeting. 
two hours from now. That is at four. So the rest of this 